you get everything you want and everything sounds like this perfect Disney fairy tale and it's all so wishy-washy and awesome. This man sold you a fantasy so that he can move in with you so he's no longer homeless. Welcome to the Free and Happy Woman Podcast. My name is Teddy. I'm a mind-to-body wellness coach and my mission is to inspire you to prioritize your health, healing, and happiness. I'm here to remind you that all of this is possible no matter where you are in life. This is the place where you're going to learn how to put yourself first, stop holding yourself back from your own happiness, and get empowered to return home to yourself. Here, we're going to be talking about topics that help you to dig deeper with yourself and create long-lasting emotional healing so that you can create the life that you truly desire. If any of that resonates with you, you are in the right place. Thank you so much for joining me and I'm sending you a great big hug for showing up for yourself today. All right, beautiful soul, let's get started. Hey there, welcome or welcome back to my little corner of the internet if we're just meeting for the first time. Hello there, my name is Teddy and I love helping women and overgivers find the joy again through strengthening their emotional health because when you feel good emotionally, everything else falls into place. Thank you so much for being here with me today and thank you for showing up for yourself. Today, we're diving into a crucial topic that affects us all, manipulation. Maybe you chose to tune in because you really wanna learn about manipulation tactics to protect yourself or you wanna learn how to manipulate the person that you really have a crush on so they can become hooked on you. I guarantee you the purpose of this video is definitely not the second reason. The most important thing I wanna state up front is that this episode is for educational purposes only. Nothing that I say today is actually meant for you to put into practice on another person. If you have feelings for someone, your best bet is to operate with integrity. If you don't have integrity, then you probably shouldn't be dating right now. The reason why I want to talk about manipulation tactics is so that you can become aware of the common ways that a person can manipulate you before, during, and after a relationship so that you don't get stuck in a toxic cycle that's really hard for you to get out of. Once you become educated on these things, it's my hope that the moment you experience them, you're able to process what's happening a lot quicker and call it out. And also look at the entire situation from a more informed point of view before you react out of emotions. Now, whether you choose to leave or work through it with that person, either way, you'll be more knowledgeable of what's happening there. And who can't benefit from a little more knowledge? So let's get started. The first one we're diving into today is emotional blackmail. So this tactic involves using guilt and emotions to control other people's actions. Sometimes this one can be really hard to spot just because it can come in a multitude of ways, but here's a few examples of what it can look like. First, the person can say things like, if you love me, you will do this for me. Basically saying that if you love them, bottom line, you don't have to make a choice and it's a no brainer to do what they want you to do just because you love them. The person can also give you ultimatums where you still don't really get an option but it's like an illusion of an option like either you stop talking to that person or I'm breaking up with you so it comes off as if you have a choice but not really because they're still basically telling you what to do in a very controlling way emotional blackmail can also show up through withholding affection giving the silent treatment over exaggerating emotions when things don't go their way and any kind of threat that makes you feel bad for not wanting to choose them over your own free will the second one you've probably heard this term before It's gaslighting, one of the most overused terms since TikTok has become popular. Not everybody even uses this term correctly, might I add. So let's do a really quick breakdown of what it actually is, and I'll give you a few examples of what it can look like. 
Gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation that involves making someone question their own perception of reality. This includes them questioning how they remember things and what is actually real. Gaslighting can be used by someone who's trying to get out of trouble if you suspect that they're doing something behind your back and they actually probably are doing something, but they want you to doubt yourself and get you to think something like, yeah, that was nothing, or maybe I did just make that up. And first of all, no, listen to your intuition, please. Some examples of what a person can say when they're trying to gaslight you can be, you're just overreacting, that never happened like that, or calm down, it wasn't that bad, or even saying something completely different than what they previously said, then you're questioning if you actually heard them correctly the first time or not. Or if you're going crazy because now the story is completely different. One of my favorite YouTubers actually broke this down by using the movie Twilight, and I absolutely loved it because I am a Twilight stan, don't judge me, but she specifically used Edward and Bella. Edward actually gaslights Bella in quite a few ways throughout the series and he's actually kind of problematic but one example where we can see this clearly is in the first movie when Bella was almost hit by a car. This man jetted all the way across the parking lot to save her but when she confronts him about it and asks how he got over there to her so quickly he responds with I was standing right next to you Bella when he absolutely was not and she was like I know what I saw. Imagine having someone in your life who does this to you you constantly. You probably do or have before. Over time, it can make you question what you really saw and what you really felt. And if you don't have a deep connection with yourself and your intuition, it's very easy for something like this to work and get you to doubt yourself. But when you do have a real connection to yourself and to your body and to your intuition, tactics like this become child's play for you. Which this is a good segue to mention Embody Your Healing. This is a free training that I created to help you learn how to strengthen the trust in yourself through somatic and embodiment practices. In this training, we dive deep into the benefits of these tools, how to use them to heal your emotions emotional trauma and finally have that connection with yourself so that you can easily tap into your inner knowledge and never doubt yourself again. It also comes with a free guided practice so that you can experience what a somatic practice can look like. Super simple and it's completely free. The link is in the description if you're watching this on YouTube or in the show notes if you're joining me on the podcast. Moving into number three, love bombing. Love bombing is an excessive display of affection and attention. It involves overwhelming a person with excessive praise gifts or gestures of love in order to gain their trust and admiration. It can almost feel like idolization in a way, like this person is putting you on a pedestal, but for someone who was routinely mistreated or emotionally neglected in past relationships, this actually feels like the perfect relationship and it feels too good to be true because they aren't used to nice treatment. But it actually is too good to be true because the person who's doing the love bombing is only masking what's to come in the relationship. So they get you hooked and do all of this to create emotional dependency so that when they show you who they really are, you don't leave or it becomes really hard for you to leave because in your head, you're going back to all of the perfect times in the relationship, hoping they'll come back, even though that wasn't the real person you were dating, if that makes sense. If someone overwhelms you with love and attention too quickly, it might feel cute and sweet in the beginning, but be very cautious and don't allow this to cloud your judgment and your ability to properly vet the person and really get to know them. Of course, even while you're vetting, people can still pretend to be something that they aren't, but this is where discernment and your intuition can really help you out here. Number four, playing the victim card. 
Playing the victim is something that a person does in order to get your sympathy so that you can cut them some slack or do something that they really want you to do. This behavior stems from a person usually not wanting to hold themselves accountable. Everything is everyone else's fault, not mine. They're the reason why my life is so messed up. I'm not the reason at all. Oh, woe is me. They just give helpless vibes. You can easily spot this when a person lacks responsibility for everything that they deem bad that has happened to them. A prime example can be if you ask them about why their past relationship ended and everything that went wrong was completely the other person's fault and they did every single thing right. And you can even ask them about other relationships in their life, whether romantic or non-romantic. And they are total angels in every story. And everyone else around them just mistreats them for no reason at all and this is all they attract is terrible people who do terrible things to them yeah some people in your life can be total trash and that has absolutely nothing to do with you however you can spot a more mature person by how they think and how they're able to recognize the impact of their own actions as it relates to the relationship that they had. Here's an example. I dated a real life narcissist. Like the relationship was absolutely terrible. It didn't end well and I got mistreated even more whenever I would call out how his actions were hurting me. I stayed in this relationship for quite a while. Someone could easily see how I could be the victim in that relationship if they saw us. However, I helped to condone it. I hold myself fully responsible for some of the experiences that I had because I chose that person based on how I viewed myself at that point of my life. I also didn't put an end to the behaviors that were hurting me because I just didn't leave when I wasn't forced to be there. I also thought deep down that that was the best that I could do. So we can very well say how he was horrible and everything was his fault, but I still played a role in harming myself by waking up every day and choosing to be treated that way because I wasn't leaving. A victim mindset would tell me that I am not responsible for anything in the relationship and that everything was being done to me, not recognizing that I still had freedom of choice. So that's the difference. Someone with a victim mindset does not want to recognize. They still have the freedom of choice and they choose to take on the persona of a weak and beaten down individual so they can easily guilt others into playing into their game and using emotional manipulation to get whatever it is that they want from you. It's extremely important for you to learn how to differentiate between genuine vulnerability and manipulation. Number five, false promises. These are commitments made to you by a person who has absolutely no intention of fulfilling them. This manipulation tactic can also be used to get you to do something for a person and this happens through playing on your emotions. Someone can use your weaknesses or something that you really want and sort of dangle it over your head and this is a way to get you to be in compliance with them and their agenda. They will pander to your hopes and your dreams in the hopes to not only lure you in but again just to get you on board with their own agenda. Let's use hobosexuals for an example, specifically the men who try to manipulate their way into living with you. If they know you have a deep desire to get married and have children or more children one day, they can use that to their advantage and feed you this fantasy where you get to be the perfect wife, you get everything you want and everything sounds like this perfect Disney fairy tale and it's all so wishy-washy and awesome. This man sold you a fantasy so that he can move in with you so he's no longer homeless. He may not even want to get married, he may not even take care of the kids that he has right now but you are so stuck on this wishy-washy fantasy and you're looking at him through rose-colored glasses that you will do anything for that fantasy that he fed you to be a reality and you ignore all of the signs that show you that this will never and should never be so be very cautious please of those people who make these grand commitments but you don't see any actual evidence that shows you that they will follow through and in order for this tactic to not work on you 
you need to take those rose-colored glasses off and see the relationship for what it really is. Number six, exploiting your moments of vulnerability. Linked a little bit to the previous tactic, this one exploits the fact that you've opened up. This is why a lot of people are afraid of being vulnerable to begin with. You don't always know who you can trust and some people want to gain that trust for their own benefit. So when you do trust them, this can go in two different ways, honestly. And trusting is one of the bravest things that we can do because we don't know what the outcome will be, but that's 90% of life. It's all a surprise and it's impossible to be prepared for everything. But I think that's one of the beautiful parts of life. It's the lessons. It's the ability to feel and love through those lessons as well. And this does not make this tactic okay in any way, but I'm more so saying that you cannot always prepare for this to happen, but don't allow that fear to close you off from trusting and being vulnerable because there's a very strong chance that it could go in a positive direction. So this tactic can use other people's weaknesses against them them to manipulate their behavior. They will use personal information that you've shared to make sure that they have a leg up and keep you in whatever position they're aiming for no matter if it's comfortable or not. So be very careful and try to study people and really vet them before getting too deeply involved so that you can have a bit of an idea whether or not this person even deserves to have you in their life to begin with. This is a good place to stop because I realize this is actually going to be a bit longer than expected because I have more tactics that I'd like to highlight, but I'll make a part two and put that out as soon as I can. And in the part two, along with just knowing how these manipulation tactics work, I'm also gonna be sharing with you some action steps that you could be doing to help to minimize the amount of times that you do get manipulated or help you to never get manipulated again. So stay tuned for that. I love you so much and I will see you soon. Bye. Hey, thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I truly hope you got some major takeaways from it that you can start using this week. If this episode resonated with you in any way or helped you in any way, share it with someone that you love. And if you share it on social media, don't forget to tag me because I love seeing how what I do impacts people just like you. Please leave a review on the podcast. That will help me out so, so much. And if you want to learn more about how somatic and embodiment practices can help you to deepen your emotional healing journey and create more long-lasting change in your life, life, be sure to grab Embody Your Healing. This is a free training that I created that goes more into depth on how to utilize these practices and how they can help you to create those changes that you're looking for so that you can finally heal, find your joy, and build the life that you truly desire and deserve. You'll also receive a free guided embodiment practice that will help you to release emotional baggage and feel more love and joy. The link is in the show notes for you, and I can't wait to hear about some of your insights and takeaways from the training soon. I love you so much, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Talk to you soon.